Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here. And we are talking college football week three with Sex Panther. What's going on, man? Man, this, you guys don't even understand. It's either Arch is a slave driver or it's just our dedication and commitment to you guys to get up at the crack ass of dawn to do these things. But I'm not going to complain. It's college football. It's my favorite sport. So I'm ready to rock and roll. We actually got college football, so we can't complain at all. <laughs> oh, man. But man, we can just jump right into it if you want to, unless you want to talk about what happened last week with the, with the Irish. Um, it's always comes back to the Irish, right? We always got to talk about the Irish, but they weren't impressive at all. I did get to watch the game, and um, the running back looked fantastic. Ian Book was eh, but we got some really young receivers. I'm hoping they can step up this week. The defense was pretty good. And I'm going to give credit to, to Duke because their quarterback, I didn't know this, their quarterback was the uh, backup to Trevor Lawrence up there in Clemson last year and transferred so he could get some playing time down to Duke. So um, maybe we'll find out a little bit more about Notre Dame this week. I don't know if they were just that eh, last week or Duke was is better than advertised. Yeah, yeah. And we won't talk about Les Miles at all. So we can just move on. It might want to avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's look at the the big games, the ranked games. Where do you want to start? Um, I, I guess you know you and I kind of talked about this the other day. Uh, I guess we'll start with Tulsa, Oklahoma State. Um, you're yeah. a big fan of this overplay, but um, you know they play they played last year and it was forty to twenty one, so it's a, a nineteen point game, and. You know, first game, I, I just don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. With all, with all these first games for some of these teams, um, you know, the Cowboys are supposed to be really good offensively. They're always suspect defensively. I kind of with you on the over, but I think I'm leaning Tulsa with, with those points. Tulsa with the points. Um, so it opened at 22. It's 23 now? Let's double check that, make sure. Tulsa is minus 20, or plus, excuse me, plus 23. I think you're probably right on that one. I'm going to, are you going to bet it? You're just kind of thinking. No, I'm, it's, I, I just got to lean it. I don't, there's no knowledge here on either one of these yeah, teams. Yeah. The interesting thing was they were supposed to play last week, and Tulsa uh, asked for an extra week because they had some COVID issues and whatnot. So um, that's why it got pushed back an extra week because of that. Yeah. I wasn't actually a big fan of the total. I was like, I, it's a, it's a little too high for me. I thought the way they laid everything out, it looks like Tulsa's going to have to score over 21 points to get that total. And that's what they did last yeah. year. They scored, they scored 21. Now, they are returning 
all of their running backs, they've got a plethora of running backs. Um, they're returning their starting quarterback. So, you know, if they can control the, the clock and, you know, have some long drives, then they might have a recipe for some success. But if they get in there and start getting run out of the building by Oklahoma State's very high-powered aerial attack, then they could be in a lot of trouble and they could be chasing points real early. Yeah, and, and the thing that trips me up here, the total in this game is 66. We have two unaccounted points. So check this out. Total 66. The team totals Tulsa over 21 and a half, Oklahoma State over 42 and a half. That's team totals. So we have two points that are just out there in the ether somewhere. So something, <laughs> something smells about this whole thing. It smells like a setup. Something's awry. Which, yeah. which way are they setting us up? I, you know, yeah, there's two points missing. They're, missing. Trying, they're trying to bait you into the over. I guess so. It looks like it. So it might be a, a solid underplay here. Maybe that, maybe, maybe that might be what we should be looking at. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of inclined first game jitters. You know, Tulsa's not a walkover type opponent. It's not like they're Citadel or Austin pay or so, you know, somebody like that. So yeah. they can score and they're, they're a decent mid-major team. I'll lean the under. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'm thinking under two. So it's probably the way I'll go. Just, yeah, that would just trip me up. Where the hell are the extra points? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unusual. What else we got here? You want to do uh, Syracuse, Pittsburgh? Syracuse, Pittsburgh. Uh, interesting because I gave Syracuse a little love last week and it was good for about two and a half quarters. Yeah. And, the, and then North Carolina just kind of put them to the woodshed. Uh, Pittsburgh had one of those easy preseason one double a games and they, so they end up winning 55 to nothing so we don't know how good pittsburgh is and i don't know that i'm ready to write off syracuse just yet on being that bad um i i just don't know enough about either one of these teams obviously pittsburgh's going to be the better team are they just that many points better 21 and a half seems like a lot for them to give up um, it's a, it's going to be another lean. I feel like I'm Dr. Ernst. It's going to be a, a lean for me, but I'm going to lean Syracuse again. I, I can't believe Syracuse is as bad as they looked last week. I refuse to accept it, <laughs> man. I'm going to bet them. I'm going to bet Syracuse again. Once bitten. Oh my God. Once bitten. Uh, I guess I should be twice shy, but no, I'm going to do it again. I can't, you know, going through the numbers, I can't make it work where Syracuse loses by 22 points. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, but, yeah. you know, for, for that to have, I mean, Syracuse, okay, so let's say they only get the touchdown that they got last week. That still means you're looking at Pittsburgh to be, what, 20, 28, 30, 31 points? I'm kind of with you. I, I just don't have enough faith in the orange to put the bet tag to it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. The total on that one's 50, so if they do only score uh, one touchdown, it'll be 43 to 7. Probably another underplay. I, I mean, I can't trust Syracuse to score a lot of points, and I think Pittsburgh's fifty-five last week was just a little bit of a mirage. Okay, yeah, I'm 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 leaning under with no confidence at all in this one, none. Because it wouldn't surprise me if Syracuse actually all of a sudden starts putting some points on the board that gets that gets some things figured out. 
You know, this is the team like two year two years ago put up like sixty six points yeah. against Maryland. So you know, they they can. North Carolina's defense was pretty good at the end of last year, and then clearly. Pretty good against Syracuse. So maybe that as they look like, yeah, but it's still just going to be a lean for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's keep moving here and see if we can see if we can find something we agree on. Uh, you want to do, uh, what do you want to do? What do you got? Lafayette, well, Louisiana just, just Lafayette. Touching, I'll tell you what, I like this team. I, li- I like this team a lot and I don't, it wasn't an upset. Them beating Iowa state was not an upset. And them winning again this week won't be an upset. But seven and a half, or I'm sorry, 16, if that's, I think that's really doable for them. They have an explosive offense. Georgia State is just kind of, eh. It, I don't want to say it seems kind of trappish, but you probably could have told me it was 21 or 23, and I still would have jumped on Louisiana. Um, it is on the road, but so was that Iowa State game. It didn't matter. These guys are really quick and really explosive. I'm going to bet them a second week in a row. Give me those raging Cajuns. There you go. All right, man. So here's the thing. I don't know how much home field advantage means right now in college football. If I give Georgia State any kind of like, you know, any kind of love for being at home, it pushes this play. It makes it unplayable. If I say this is basically neutral site, I would be betting Louisiana Lafayette. So that's tough. I don't know. I don't know if they get any any kind of bump for being at home or not. You got a, any idea? <laughs> Do you get a bump? I really don't. Yeah. I really don't because I don't know if some you know some schools are having fans, some schools aren't having fans. Yeah. Um. So I don't even know what their situation is down there. But I'm not even if they have fans. I don't know how much of a bump you get if you only get you know twenty five or thirty percent of your right. stadium capacity. Yeah. So I'll lean Lafayette with you just because. I, 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 don't, I don't know what to expect. The total in that one's 57. It's, that's down from 60. Uh, down from 60. I feel like they, they're baiting us to take the over. Yeah, um, sure feels like that. Right? Raging Cajuns can put up some points. I guess the question is how stifling will their defense be and, and will Georgia Tech score? So you got 57. We'll subtract the 16. Put you at 41, split that 20. So you, you got to get somewhere around 37 to 20. I think I'm going to lean the under here. You are going to do it. I'm going to lean. I'm going to bet uh, it. I'm going to lean the under. Yeah, I'm going to go over here. I'll take the trap. Goddamn. <laughs> I, I think this just should be closer to 60. Closer to 60 than to 57. So, yeah, I'll take the trap. All right, we're going to skip right. that one. Let's look at uh, Appalachian State and Marshall. This is a really good game. This yeah. is, uh, you know, Appalachian State has been one of the premier mid-major teams uh, since they came over to 1A, but even when they were 1AA and, you know, their claim to frame is always going to be going up to Ann Arbor and knocking off the horrors of Michigan. So, you know, and I can never let that go. I tell all my friends anytime I can. So Appalachian uh, where Randy Moss and Chad Pennington came from. They've been just kind of okay. They moved over to the Mac, and I kind of thought they might really be a thorn in the Mac side with the, 
you know, the Buffaloes and the Central Michigans and Northern Illinois, but they haven't. They just kind of fit right in. They haven't won a conference title. Um, they were kind of mediocre last year. Appalachian State had another really good season. I don't feel like this is too much of an ask for Appalachian State. Um, I see. What are we? What are we showing here? Four and a half. Yeah. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I'm gonna bet. God, I feel like I'm betting all these mid majors. I'm gonna bet Appalachian State to cover the four and a half. There's not, there's not many anything but mid majors this week. Um, man, I'm with you. I like this play a lot. I think App State can cover it. I think they cover it by maybe over a touchdown. Pretty close. So I think the four and a half is doable, very doable. I even gave Marshall a potential home field bump, and App State still covers it by over a touchdown. So I like that, man. Let's do it. Oh, we finally agree on one. There you go. No, I think you're right. The total on that one, if you want it, is... Oh, God, I lost it. Of course I did. Uh, 59 and a half. I got it. Uh, 59 and a half. That's... That's a high-scoring game, right? They're, they're looking at something along the lines of 31 to 27. Mm-hmm. So somewhere, I mean, you got to get up there. I, I can see where it happens. I got- Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS. That's D-E-G-E-N-S. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. I also see where it doesn't have to lean. I'm just going to lean the over here. Lean the over. Yeah, man, I feel like I'm way too. I'm <laughs> doing unders left and right. I'm going to lean the under as well. I do not like betting unders in college football because there's so many things that can go sideways so fast in college football. But I, it's, it's a lean for me on the under. Yeah, I, there, we'll find some bets. For the over-unders, but this one isn't a bet for either one of us. It's yeah. still too close to call. I like to really look at it Saturday morning too, over on the on the app. So that's what that's when some of the like the we'll get a really good line on the not really good line. We'll get lines on like the Citadel Clemson game. Uh let's see. UCF. Next up, man. Georgia Tech. Uh yeah, Central Florida, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's riding high off of that big win. Well, for them. It's a big win against Florida State. Now, I don't think much of Florida State, but when Georgia Tech is projected to be the worst team in the ACC and they come out, and this is by their own coaches, right? They're supposed to be the worst team in the ACC, and they come out and beat Florida State. They've got a little bit you know, to, to pump 
uh, their chest out about. Yeah. But Central Florida has been pretty much the cream of the crop of the mid-majors for about the last five years. And, you know, they, they've got a really good program going. They throw the ball a lot. Um, they've got the returning. He's a sophomore this year, a freshman last year, returning their quarterback, threw for over 3,100 yards. Um, I, you know, I Georgia Tech is kind of like that Army-Navy wild card because they like to run that triple option out there. Yes. But I think, you know, it's such, it's such a, a big question mark. But I think Central Florida is disciplined enough to be able to get through this game. Um, so I've got Central Florida winning rather comfortably. I'm going to bet Central Florida. Hey, we're going to agree again. I like Central Florida too, minus a seven and a half. I gave Georgia Tech a bump for being at home. Still wasn't enough. Central Florida should. I don't like that hook. I wouldn't be mad if you bought it down to seven <laughs> just to get off the, just to, you know, just in case there's a push. But no, let's do it. I'm going to take the seven and a half. UCF. Uh, All right. Hold on, this one, 62 and a half. Um, I mean, unless they're going to kill them, I, I think it's an underplay. They're, they're going to have to score. Georgia Tech's going to have to score to get that over 62 and a half. And I, I don't know if they get quite to 20, honestly, 20, 24 maybe. But they, even that's not going to be enough. I'm on the under here. You're on the under. For me, it's almost impossible to call because I ran through the numbers and I came up with a score that said 62. So fuck, like under by half a point. I wouldn't bet this one. <laughs> Man, not at all. Uh, okay, Miami, Louisville, your beloved Hurricanes. You know, we finally get a ranked game. Yeah. Uh, ranked versus ranked. Oh. Uh, it's know, the cream so, of the crop, so, isn't it? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah can't get any better than this um at least this week <laughs> but uh you know the hurricanes you know had that pretty convincing win last week and louisville you know wasn't too long ago just you know two years ago louisville was really bad they got the new coach in there and i think they, i want to say they went like two and ten they i mean they were really bad and they put together a nice season last year they were going the right direction you can feel this team going the right direction miami is Miami, except now they presumably have a quarterback. They got the transfer from the Houston Cougars, Derek King. I talked about him last week. He had a real nice game, but it's going against a much better level of competition this week. I just have a hard time trusting Miami, so I'm going to bet this one, Mm. albeit not too much confidence, but I am going to bet it's your beloved two and a half. I want to see what you uh, have to say about that, too, but I'm going to take the Louisville Cardinals minus the two and a half. I've got this game, Miami winning by three. Really? Three. That's, yeah, that's all things being cool. Gave Louisville a bump. I'm uh, too close to call. I mean, I, yeah, Miami is getting points. I got it at three. I need a little bit more wiggle room, though. Shit. Like, I don't like this. It didn't come out with a high percentage of this happening, but that was the most likely outcome was Miami winning by three. So. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm going to lean Miami. I'm not going to bet it. All right. All right. The, the total in this one's 64 and a half. I don't know. I, you know, it's the ACC, so some points could be put up. You know, both teams scored in the 30s last week. 
I just kind of expect there to be a little bit more defense. Mm-hmm. I think the 63 is probably pretty close, but I see so you need both teams to kind of be in the 30s, 33 to 30. I don't know that I'm there. So it's going to be a, a lean, obviously, but it'll be an underplay for me. Yeah, same thing. I'm going to lean under on this one. I don't know that they can get to 64. If they do, something went wrong. Some, I, I, If they get to 64, I think someone's getting blown out. <laughs> Things did not go according to one of the coach's plans. Right? Yeah, that's my that's my guess. All right, you said you wanted to look at Houston at Baylor. Uh, looks like interesting movement here. Baylor opened up minus 7.5. They're minus 3.5 now. Oh, wow, because I was, even when I saw it yesterday, they were minus four, so yeah. that's a that's a lot of movement. But Houston, okay, so new quarterback, as we mentioned, Derek King went to Miami, so they got a new quarterback. Um, they weren't all that great last year, uh, got pretty whacked a few times in some, what I would say for Houston standards, winnable games. Um, Baylor, oh my God, Baylor, are they, maybe this is typical Big 12 football i don't know but they lose in spectacular fashion <laughs> to some teams they should kill and, and then they turn around and they go toe-to-toe with the texases and the oklahomas and the oklahoma states i, I this team is so frustrating but look for only three and a half i don't know why it's moving that bad that that direction Maybe it's a trap. I don't know, but I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Bears minus three and a half. It seems like a home run, doesn't it? A slam dunk, like an easy bet. Three and a half. You're going to invoke the gambling gods. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it just just seems like it just screams Baylor's going to roll because you you listed all the reasons. I mean, like, yeah, it seems like such a no brainer. It's it's scaring me off it. I'm going to lean Baylor. But, geez, Baylor should win by. Got a little, got a little feedback there. Uh, Baylor should win, you know, pretty handily by two touchdowns, but it's only three and a half. One last game, man. South Florida versus the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. God, you know, we always have to talk about Notre Dame because it's my team. But after last week's performance, I'm not scared of them not winning this game. They're going to win this game, but the line that Vegas just keeps giving Notre Dame so much love and i just don't know that i'm on board yet ian book wasn't fantastic last week the receivers weren't great the defense was phenomenal and uh Kayron williams the running back was superb <sighs> you know, we talked about this game the other day and you seem to think it's a 30 point win for the irish i don't know if i can get on board with that but um, it's my irish so i gotta believe right i'm gonna bet them but i don't know how much faith I have. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I do have the Irish winning by a right around 30 points. It's minus 25 and a half. Let's do it, man. It's, it's time to bet the Irish. Uh, you know, Unicorn's going to come on and just absolutely lamb blast me. For, for, That's what she does. For Notre Dame? Yeah. yeah. She's, a, she's an Irish troll. <laughs> I can't help it, man. It looks like the numbers are the numbers. I, I gave, I did give Notre Dame a home bump just because it's, you know, it's in South Bend, right? right. So, yeah, I gave them a little bit of a home bump and that, I mean, they still covered without that. But yeah, if they don't cover now, then there's some serious questions about Notre Dame, man. Serious questions. Uh, the total in this one is 48. 
Uh, I mean, if they're going to get to 48, it's going to be because Notre Dame did all the scoring. South Florida has not been very good last year. And, uh, I mean, I don't really know what they got this year, but they weren't very good last year. They're not going to score a lot. The Notre Dame defense did look really impressive last week. So I, I like that. But um, 48, I'm going to have to lean the under because, like I said, I just don't trust my Irish. going to lean the under? I wanted to pull this up real quick. I'm looking here. Let's see. I want to look at the team totals and see what they say in this one. Uh, Notre Dame th- over, over under 37.5, South Florida 13.5. That's 50, 51. Yeah. What so you, they've got a couple, few extra points. They do points. have some few extra points there, too. Yep. I don't know. I, I mean, Notre Dame could maybe get to 37.5. I don't know. But they, if they're going to run the ball a lot and control the tempo, control the clock with that running game, I don't see them getting there. I, I think I'm still going to lean the under. Under? Okay. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shade the over on this one. I think 52. I think they're right around 52. It's probably where they're going to get. So 48 shouldn't be too big of an ask. <laughs> Let's just hope your boy Ian Book knows how to throw a football, man. Uh, he'll be all right throwing. Just can those young kids catch it? Oh, okay. There you go. So what do you think? You a fan of this extension for Kelly? Well, I'm, I'm surprised, honestly, because I've been calling for the last couple of years that he would be done this year. If he, if he coaches next year, He'll break um, Newt Rockney's record for most wins at Notre Dame, and that's been a pretty hollowed record. That was uh, my belief was that was why Lou Holtz stepped down. So I was really quite surprised. I thought he might jettison to the NFL, or um, but you know, with Notre Dame, we've had what three eleven win seasons in a row, and he, he's at the pinnacle. The only thing he could do now is beat the Ohio State's, Clemson's, and Alabama's. So he's shown that he can beat everybody but the elite. I don't know who we would have got without Brian Kelly. I don't know if we'd have got Urban Meyer or Bob Stoops or one of those guys. But um, I'm okay with it. But, man, he really needs to win a big game. He's never really won a big game, and I need him to win a big game. Yeah, Yeah, right. Well, we'll see what he can do this year. All right, man. That is it for the college football show. Oh, that is it. Those are the keywords for Max to come in and say, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, uh, but hey, if you're listening to this show, you already know where to find us. So the most important thing to do is jump on the website, which is AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Or you can jump on the app, which is DGEN's exclamation point, and shoot the shit with us. Let us know what you guys got going on, particularly with college football. Let us know what you're going to bet. Let us know what you did last week. I'd be real interested to see if you went against us or agreed with us. But shoot the shit. We like to interact. And when it's all said and done, make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.